0: So. I, I will I will say this though I will say this this uh-huh. um I love it when women have uh standards and when they have morals and they stand firm on them um so if you're that that woman that you know you feel yourself kind of giving in sometimes to uh what you really want and what you what you stand on, don't do that like don't allow yourself to to belittle who you are and what you want just because that person may think that you ain't deserving of it no you you are deserving of it just find a better person that's so i that i just want to throw that tidbit out there so
1: find a better person
2: now I'm out here looking like revenge Feeling like a 10, the best I ever been Don't pick up the phone, you know he's only calling Cause he's drunk and alone too
1: Don't let him in, you have to kick him out again
2: Try to
1: break my heart, oh that breaks my heart That you thought you ever had it, no you ain't from the <laughs> yup welcome to my party that's how we do around here this is single you the podcast i am your host rika and i i'm an nlp certified life coach and also the founder of single you academy that is my online coaching program you know what i do i help the ambitious millennial single woman discover her worth that means you so that you, girl, can stop tying your worth and identity to men and stop being a man pleaser. So if you are a woman who is sick of having an unsuccessful single life, if you are sick of the revolving door of dysfunctional relationships, listen, they may have a different name, but it's the same type of relationship, or you're doing the tug of war back and forth with the same guy and you're sick of that you want better when it comes to men and setting boundaries knowing yourself understanding your worth and what makes a healthy relationship versus an unhealthy relationship yeah I'm willing to bet nobody has ever had that conversation with you but listen I'm not here to judge I have an abusive ex and an ex that cost me $10,000 yeah stick around listen to the podcast enough and you will hear those stories right, so you've Come to the right place if you need to hear that singleness is not a punishment and that you are worthy regardless of your relationship status. Yeah, I'm a certified life coach, but I will tell you this. I am no expert. I just learned a few things that I would like to teach you as well. You know, as Maya Angelou says, once you learn, you teach. And when you know better, you do better. So now that I'm doing better, I am reaching back out for you, girl. Here's my hand. Grab it. So thank you and welcome. You're in the right place. I got you if you got you. This is Single You, the podcast. Hey, thanks for being here. Now let's go ahead and get into the episode. Today's guest, I actually have a male guest, another one. Um, As I always say on this platform, if you want to learn who good men are, you need to be listening to good men. Now, I know this guy and from what I see, like obviously you can't, you're not gonna know everybody 100% who they are, which is why you gotta figure out who you are and what you want first. That's first and foremost. And then you can collect and do case studies as you get to know men and women and other people and whatnot. So uh, anyway, I'm going to bring him to the stage. Um, His name is Bradley, (laughs) so proper. And let me tell you something. This is how he wanted me to introduce him. And I will never in my entire natural life introduce anybody this way. He wanted me to say that the HBCU that he graduated from was number, <clears throat> and I'm not even gonna say the number because you know what you wanted me to say, Bradley, <laughs> welcome to the stage. And I will never ever um, say that because you know I went to Howard University and I believe. I went to and know that I went to the number one HBCU that there is out there. Shout out to Howard University, the Mecca. But you did go to Florida AM, so it is HBCU love. So, gang,
2: gang. It's yeah. okay.
0: It's okay. I felt mm-hmm. the hurt in your voice when you said it, but it's all good.
2: <laughs> it's so it all good. Up.
1: Let me tell you (laughs) something. Never. Just so whoever is watching this, whether you're listening on Single You, the podcast, you're watching here on Facebook, live, or in the replay, I want you to know that HBCUs, (laughs) we love each other. But let me tell you something. It's something about going to Howard University that everybody loves to hate on.
0: (laughs) Oh, my goodness.
1: So okay, so you are you. So let's talk about that real quick, because I I have you know my friends Carla and Cameo, we we all went to Howard at the same time, Um, and so I do want to give you a moment to explain why you did go to Florida A and M and uh, what what did you learn going to an HBCU, man? Like there's nothing better than going to an HBCU. Period. End of story. Fight
0: with your mama about it. <laughs> I, I, I 100% agree. I yeah. 100% agree. Um, so my dad actually went to FAMU. Um,
2: oh,
0: okay. He graduated back in like seventy five or seventy. However old, old our right? parents
2: are, they're yeah, old. <laughs> right. Way
0: back yonder, sometime. But um,
2: right.
0: yeah, he he graduated from FAM. Um, I ended up going to like all the football games, the parades. Uh, I never went to like the little the the Florida Classic. I never went to that, but yeah. everything else, I was there. Whatever was going on in Tallahassee, we were there. Um, right. So I was pretty much brought up around FAMU. Uh I knew about the other little HBCUs everywhere else, but I mean, it's uh, it to me First it was of all Family. Did, sh-
1: did, <laughs> did, did, did anybody witness that shade? I I've heard about all the other little HBCUs. First <laughs> I know of all about
0: y'all, but you know, it was all about family. First all of family. all, we
1: got a bison in the White House, so y'all can't tell me nothing. We are That's insufferable true. right. Now.
0: <laughs> hey, hey, look look who on the side of Joe Biden though.
1: You'll have to tell me.
0: Uh uh Vincent Evans.
1: Okay. He went to yeah. Florida.
2: Absolutely.
1: No HBCUs, man, they are ruling the world right now and They're killing it. Some of it I'm like, y'all late, but I'm also like, I'm glad that people are learning what a historically black college and university means, why they were founded, the production right. of education that it gives us. Right. Um, there, I, <laughs> And even though my dad, not my mom, my dad was a little nervous about me going all the way across the world, because um, obviously <laughs> I'm from Seattle, Howard University is in DC. Uh, mm-hmm. it was the greatest decision I have ever made. I don't know where mm-hmm. I would be today. I fell in love with radio at Howard. I didn't know what radio was. I just knew like I wanna go to Howard. I wanna be around black people, and I don't know what I'm gonna do, but I'll figure it out, and I did. Like yeah, I figured yeah. it out. So yeah, That's a great
0: experience. I, I suggest anybody uh, like I gotta tell people all the time now, like I'm the first the first university I'm gonna introduce my kids to is Florida A&M University. After that is every other HBCU. Yeah. And then after that is just all the other PWIs or whatnot.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. Speaking of kids, so I posted this the other day on my Facebook page. Oh my God, what did it say? I believe the sentiment was that this girl had tweeted any man over 30 without kids is a big red flag. I saw that. Did you see I thought, po- Yeah. So Again, welcome Bradley to the show. This is Single You, the podcast live, and we are going to get into his journey of discovering his worth. Because yes, men need to go through that. J- I wish more men <laughs> went through the journey that you are on, going through, went through, um, minus the cheating because you have been cheated on, and we're going to get into that. Um, so I just wanted to, to to formally welcome you, you know, to, you to the platform, even though we was fighting about uh, HBCUs. It's all yeah. love um so yeah so what are your thoughts on that so you saw that and you're like wait a minute but I'm over 30 and I don't have kids what's happening why is that a red flag do you feel like people really actually think that way
0: what I I feel like people do um they always say that there's some truth behind every joke I'm not sure how true that part is but I think that uh there are definitely people out there that think that's true um it's it's one of those things where you really just You just got to take it with a grain of salt because you never know who is really coming from and those people they may be the most simple-minded people you probably would ever meet Mm -hmm. Um, so for me i really just i look at that i don't really take it i don't take any offense to it uh just because i know that
1: i'm glad you said that because i was going to ask you like do you get offended like wait a minute but i'm the 30 year old without kids
0: (laughs) no it's more like i see it and i (sighs) Oh my god
1: okay
2: yeah
0: yeah and then just keep it moving um, yeah yeah i it's, it's it's i don't put too much in, uh i don't put too much power into it i don't let mm-hmm. it try to affect my mood or you know change how i think about myself and how it, i don't really do any of that so good
1: yeah do men get the question a lot like women do where are your kids at how come you ain't got no kids when you getting married What? Da, 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 da. the conversation around yeah. kids is that heavy for you like, do people actually ask you or not?
0: I think it's getting a little heavier now. Um, <laughs> right,
1: right, right. Because you just I hit that. Right. Wait, wait. When's yeah. your birthday? Are you? Did you just turn thirty? Or you? I, no,
0: I'll be thirty-one in June. Yeah, wait, did so. I know that? My birthday's June twenty-ninth. When's
1: your birthday? June eighth. Shut
0: up. Okay, June 8th.
1: but you ain't a cancer though. I'm a cancer. I'm I'm in. I'm
0: in. I'm, the, I'm the best sign out there. Oh, yeah, so, wait.
1: Good. You got the best month, <laughs> but sign. Yeah, that's true.
0: That's true. <laughs> mm-hmm. But yeah, no, I, I, it's, it's definitely picking up. Uh, I probably to say over the last maybe two years, uh, I've been getting a lot of it from my family. It's not even just like anybody outside. It's just like my family is like, okay, Brad, you, you next, right? You when you gonna have a little chocolate baby? I'm like, bro, listen, just yeah.
2: Listen.
0: <laughs> pump your breaks, man. First off, I got to find a wife. <laughs> like, first off, first
1: things first. So remember when, and listen, this is not to shame anybody, but I, we're just talking, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, But remember when we were little and we would say, first comes love, then comes marriage, Come marriage then, then comes and baby, baby and a baby. Like, so <laughs> I can I go in the order of the things that y'all told me it was supposed to go? right how about that right yeah yeah they
0: don't want it though they get impatient that's what it
1: is yeah i mean i i, I don't know i just the grandkids conversation you know sometimes my dad will mention it here and there my mom never cuz i think my mom was like you go girl secretly like <laughs> you don't need this life this <laughs> is you don't need it but my dad the legacy thing all of that but i'm just like yeah anyway we're about to die right. if jesus is coming back tomorrow i don't care i don't care right, i don't right. need i don't need that to bring joy to my life. And I've also never, ha- I was just talking to camion and Carla about this. I said, I've literally never had the thought, oh, I wish I had kids. I've never no. had that thought. I've never, I yeah, I, I've never, that is not something that I need in my life. Now, if I get, I'm, well, I'm 30, I'm about to be 38, June 29. Mm-hmm. So the clock is ticking anyway, but <laughs> oh anyway. well. So How many do
2: you
1: have two. I got two brothers. I'm, I'm the middle child, but the only girl. Okay. So I feel like the only child. So it's weird. Like okay, I don't yeah. have I don't have middle child syndrome, as they say, because I am the only girl. So right. I was never forgotten about, right? Like I right. just because <laughs> I was the only girl. So yeah. um all right. So let's go to the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um uh when you were growing up you know, obviously I know your backstory, but let's let's unpack it, let's talk about it. When you were growing up, the first question I ask everybody on this platform is, did anybody have a conversation with you about what makes a healthy relationship versus an unhealthy relationships?
0: Um, no, no. Um, mm-hmm. I, and keep in mind, I grew up with both of my parents. Uh, my parents have been married for 36 years now. Okay. Shout uh, out to yeah, the so parents. Yes. Yeah. I know. I know. Yeah. Um, so they've been married for thirty six years now, and I I grew up with both of them, but never had the conversation of okay, this is how it's supposed to work. This is you know what you do. This is what happens. X Y and Z. They never broke down the the basics of it and yeah. nothing. So I just. But my parents, they were really ones that um. It was more so like my actions versus my words. Mm-hmm. so they really leaned on their actions more so uh whatever they did that's what i kind of uh paid attention to and i was when i was younger like i I mean I'm, I'm i was a smart kid i ain't gonna lie i was a smart kid i just i, I didn't really i love it
1: <laughs> hey to the whore listen i was smart okay yeah yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. you know yeah. i wasn't no I, I was paying attention when they didn't yeah. think i wasn't paying attention so um yeah, I was I was I was looking at what was going on and, and what was happening and that's how I really started to formulate some stuff. Um but of course I mean as you're a kid, you got those outside sources as well, like your cousins, your aunts, your uncles, uh, your grandparents. My grandparents was married for God knows how long too. So right. I've always had examples outside of my parents, but yeah, I man, nobody ever really came down and said, Hey, this is how it's supposed to work.
2: Mm-hmm. this is what yeah. you're
0: supposed to do i just yeah. had to like pay attention to stuff and even then i didn't even get it so it, it took me a while it took me till i was in my mid-20s to really
2: understand it
1: right so i was gonna say do you feel like that conversation um because you and i have the same story in that sense like parents don't marry, great parents love them but there was nev- never like okay well this is how you get to how we you know, got here because from what I see, they're healthy. Like They still mm-hmm. make me want to throw up in my mouth when they kiss or mm-hmm. if, you know what I mean? Like I still feel 12 when I'm around them because they're still so cute. Um, but there was never like, um, okay, so this <clears throat> is not enough conversations and this is mm-hmm. not to throw anybody's parents under the bus or anything, But uh, and because some of it is on me because I didn't even know to ask. Like I didn't even, mm-hmm. I didn't know, what was I supposed to ask? I don't know. Um, and so do you feel like conversations like that, like, Hey, this is character. This is, um, this is the healthy, hard. Cause a lot of married people love to say marriage is hard and people get all confused about that. And we will be talking about the cheating coming up, but do you feel like a conversation like that would have helped you in your dating life?
0: Um, absolutely. I, I, I think that, um, especially if it was if it was a tie between me and my dad. Like me and my mom, we're don't don't get me wrong. Me and my mom were great, we're cool. I love my mom to death. I yeah. love her just as much as I love my dad. But yeah. like I said, me and my dad, we're we're one and the same. So um, things just hit differently when it comes from my dad. So, yeah. Yeah. um, just like for example, when I moved up here to Nashville recently, I my dad told me he was proud of me. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Tim. Tim. Yeah. all right yeah. so that, okay i'm
0: doing something um right. but yeah i, I feel like if it was if it was a conversation between me and him it definitely would have would have played a big part because uh he was that person that i really looked up to when i was younger um and i wanted to be like just hence me yeah. going to fan you. so um but yeah no, I, I it definitely would have helped uh yeah. it would have helped me learn some and, uh, what to really look out for uh, what kind of red flags are out there and what I'm supposed to give to the relationship and um, what I'm supposed to be receiving and what I'm right. not supposed to be accepting et cetera. Right. so right. That, that, yeah,
1: yeah we're, we're we're so let's get into that because I remember that I had asked you um, in the questionnaire that I sent all my guests uh, was there a time where you felt like you didn't know your worth? Cause you said, um, yeah, it's been an ongoing battle for me since about six to seven years ago after Mm. going through multiple relationships and being cheated on. Um, And so when you started dating, I don't know at what age, what age were you when you actually really started dating? And then what age were you when you got into the first relationship? Cause you said there was multiple, you've been cheated on more than one?
2: Yeah, man. Yeah.
1: So at what age, were you at when you started dating the first one? We we can talk about her and kind of your, the ebb and flows of that, the red flags you passed up. So what was that like? You met her and what? Tell that story. All
0: right, so that that's the first relationship I really count. Uh, it's pretty, it's very, very interesting because our parents knew each other.
2: Oh. Um, so
0: both of uh, my dad and her dad are both in the same fraternity. Um we they both worked in the same uh coalition for like 20 years together um my dad's a pastor her dad's a deacon so they both were you know heavy in the church and we were all in the same district so um the, yeah it, it was very very interesting I'm, like it was so weird because i didn't know her um uh, before we got into it like, before we started talking um i didn't know like who her father was I knew of him, but I didn't know that was her father. Oh, okay. So, yeah, it was. It was so weird. But um,
1: and that that's yeah. like a setup. Did you have? Because I feel like a girl, um, would have this fantasy of, oh my god, well this is perfect. My dad and his dad, they're already friends, and blah blah right. blah. Like the the formula seems like it's perfect. It was, it
0: was perfect. It was.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You can't get no better than that, right? Yeah. Because yeah. that's what you when you when you meet somebody. You always hope like dang hey, I hope our parents get along. Like, yeah, yeah. I really hope yeah, they do. Yeah. we were already good friends, so right. you can't really beat that. Right, but, right. Yeah, clearly that didn't matter.
1: <laughs> right, right. Okay. So you start dating her. How long were you guys together?
0: Um, so we were together before the first time we broke up. Uh we oh, were together for this is one of those yeah,
1: revolving door relationships. Yeah, hey. I was young
0: and I was I was like 18 when we started dating okay um, i was like i was yeah i was fresh into college i was fresh freshman mm-hmm. in college
2: mm-hmm. um, yeah. my first
0: semester so that's when we started dating mm-hmm. and um we was together for i think like a year maybe a little okay. bit over a year okay um, before we broke up the first time which the yeah. first time we broke up was because of cheating and then wow. um yeah meaning she cheated yeah. on you yeah yeah she cheated on me yeah yeah and she was my first as well so that was yeah. uh that, that was the whole reason behind me still feeling what i felt and mm-hmm. you know trying to forgive her and uh that's why we ended up getting back together because i still had those feelings of you know who oh, was she my first and you know i want to see if we can make it work yeah. i always wanted to just you know marry the the woman that i you know gave it away yeah. to first and etc etc but yeah.
1: so That's so interesting because it's um, this is why I like talking to men as well. The good men that I deem as good, um, good men, because we don't um, that's how we think. And so girls think that guys just don't have these emotions and they're cut off from their feelings. Um, so I think the first assumption would not be that you were like, yeah, well, she was my first. So I want to like, hold on to this because that's such, like I said, we know that we would feel that way. So when you're entering us into this relationship at 18, what do you think at that moment, a man was supposed to be to her?
0: Honestly, I don't, I don't really think you could be too much at that point. I mean, you're 18. You don't, Yeah. one, you don't have a career job clearly yeah. You're 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 I'm a freshman in college, so I don't really have that much education behind me. Um I mean I can't provide for you in the way that you, you know, probably Right. would want. I mean I'm only 18 years old, so my family wasn't rich. right, but when rich.
1: you're, right, I, but when you're going know. when you're going into this relationship though at if you can remember back when you were 18, did you think Like, yeah, I'm going to provide for her. Like, this is going to be my wife. Like, what was the initial, like, feelings and thoughts while you were dating this woman
2: or this
0: young woman? That was my thought. Like, okay, eventually I'm going to provide for her like she wants. It wasn't necessarily that I'm going to do it right now. It's just, uh, you know, okay, well, I'm going to get my degree by this age. I'm going to be at my master's by this age. I'm going to be in my career by, by 26. So, Yeah. Few years, man. I'm gonna be. We gonna be set. Me and her. Right. We are gonna be good. We gonna move. X, Y, and Z. We probably gonna be, you know, red. Get getting ready to be married. To set man. Yeah. I had it all planned out. Et cetera, like, but
1: and then yeah. she messed it all up. Okay. So let's get to um, you're dating her. Um, mm. And again, if you're just tuning in, he was cheated on by this young lady. <laughs> what do you believe that you passed up red flags? Absolutely. Ooh. What
0: Absolutely. Without a doubt. Yeah. Um, it was, and this, this kind of what, uh, uh, it's really hampered of a couple of relationships after that. Um, just, you know, when it comes to friendships that, that was had that she had, uh, the way that they interacted, I just, at the time, I didn't think too much of it, but right now looking back on it or over the past few years, looking back on it, it's like, yeah, that, that was weird. Like that, that's <laughs> not a usual friend dynamic. You know oh the I mean? way that
1: she interacted with male friends. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Can you remember of uh an example that was that you would uh deem as weird?
2: Um <clears throat> so
0: there there would be times where she would like so I'm I'm a very I'm open, right? Like I'm yeah, I'm closed off, but I'm open at the same time. So if I know you, if we yeah. good, we cool I Have no so problem being open with you.
1: You probably an introvert. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm so. an ambivert. I'm an ambivert. Okay. So both. Yeah, okay. I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah,
0: I'm yeah. a perfect mix of both. Yeah. Um, yeah. so for me, if I have a phone, let's take a phone call, for example, right? If I have a phone call, I'm like, hey, listen, I'm this is XYZ. I'm about to step out real quick.
2: Yeah.
0: There was not, there was none of that, right? Mm. There was no, oh, who is that? Text you. Nah, this is this there ain't nobody. Okay. Yeah come to find out later on, I get messages. Well, I ain't. I get messages, but um, don't judge me. Listen, I was young. So OK.
1: This is a safe space. I, no judgment. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I, had, I had passwords. I had yeah. passwords. So I go on to uh, like her Facebook and, and uh, uh, what was live at the time? I, I didn't have her MySpace. I think MySpace was popping at that time. but uh, I,
2: where- <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, so I go on her Facebook Messenger, and like yeah. all the messages are just right there. Just, yeah. And I'm like, dog, oh, what the hell?
2: Yeah. Like,
0: what in the world, man? But yeah, that's just, that's just one example of, of what happened. I mean, just. Yeah. And that, like I said, that that's what really scarred me going into a couple of relationships after that too.
1: Because then you projected what she did to you onto them, I'm sure. So we'll, we'll get into exactly. that too. But first I want to sit here because the friend dynamic when you're in a relationship, especially a young one or a one where you haven't had this conversation about what is healthy, what is not healthy. Mm-hmm. A lot of people think that men and women cannot be friends at all. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of people are like, yeah, I wouldn't let my wife or I wouldn't let my husband have a male or female friend. Where do you stand with that right now?
0: I, I think it's I think it's possible. Um, I know for a fact it's possible. I have female friends now. I've always had female friends.
2: Yeah. And
0: even going to that, excuse me, into that, um, and further into that relationship. I mean, what comparing what I did with her to what she did with me, yes. it was polar opposites, right? So I've always believed in Okay, I'm gonna introduce you to all my female friends. I don't yeah. want you to have no kind of assumptions, no gray areas out there. I, I want everything to be out in the open. Yeah. I'm actually I'm not even gonna let you like just talk to them on the phone. Like we're gonna meet in person.
2: Type, yeah.
0: Type yeah. So yeah. I did that. And I always I always told her exactly what it was, and I always tell whatever girl I'm, um, I'm dating at the time exactly who this person is, what our relationship is, how long we've been you know, friends, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so I, I definitely believe it's possible. I just don't think that I, I, don't, I think people really just let social media and, 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 uh, and, and just the world itself just get into their heads to the where they, they just feel like it's impossible.
1: Right, exactly. Or because they couldn't do it, right? So right. When, when you feel like you are the person who can't do it, then you project that when you're not in a healthy space, when you don't know yeah. life, you don't know humanness, you don't know psychology, you then project that onto other people. Um, and, the, and the reason why I wanted to sit in this conversation, because man, my abusive ex, that was the um, underlining thread for two years of our mm-hmm. relationship because he would always accuse me of cheating because I did have male friends. Mm-hmm. And the way <laughs> he went about it was extremely unhealthy. So it is totally okay for you, Bradley, if you think something's <laughs> fishy to be like, yo, Rika, who that?" And mm-hmm. I should say, oh, that's just my friend Scott or this is blah, blah, blah. Because sometimes we're not, we're not, um, Especially me, because sometimes I could be a little flighty, spacey. Sometimes I'll forget. Like if 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 he ca- like a friend calls me, definitely not. If we're at the mall and he walks up to me, of course I'd be like, "Scott, this is my boyfriend, Brad. Brad, Miss Scott. What up?" Right. Um, which is totally fine. That is fine. At least in my relationships moving forward. Um, right. But some people, uh, as far as my abusive ex, couldn't handle that. And I didn't know then that that was manipulative and it was because he was projecting because he was Mm -hmm. cheating the whole time, which I didn't know um, while I was in that um, relationship. So I began to try to like shape shift and morph into what he needed me to be. So I cut off friends because I thought, well, I have to prove to him that I love him because he would say that all the time. Well, see, you don't love me because you Mm -hmm. won't do X, Y and Z. Um, and so I didn't know that uh, at that time I wasn't, that's not love. Like I'm trying to be, I, I let Brad or whoever set the rules of my relationship of of this relationship that we're in together. Absolutely not. Absolutely mm-hmm. not. We have to come to an understanding of I am cool with you having female friends. I just need to know who they are. That's it.
0: Facts man. Like, And that's what I've been saying all the time It's just like, I don't have a problem with you having male friends. Yeah. Even, even after that situation, like I said, it helped me. It scarred me for a couple of relationships, but yeah. after I started going into my little journey, trying to you know heal myself and whatnot, yeah. I don't have a problem with male friends, with having male friends. It's just, let me know who they are. Because yeah. once you get into the... Uh, Oh, well, you know, he's just a friend. Um, you know, I don't really tell me too much about him or if you don't let me meet him or talk to him or whatever. Yeah. If you see him in person and you don't introduce me, mm-hmm. oh, now those triggers are being being triggered. So it's it's now going back to this whole relationship where I went through all of that. And that's not a bad it's not a good place to be in. So. Right.
1: Exactly. Exactly. So you was there maybe um, another red flag that you passed up? So obviously she was a little shady in the friendship. And then I want to mm-hmm. get into how how did you figure out she cheated on you? Um, but yeah. So was there another red flag that maybe you passed up?
0: Um, <clears throat> I don't think there was one because everything really dealt with the friends. Okay. Uh, even when it came to like her female friends, I just, the way that they operated and how they talk with each other and just not yeah. saying that you can't you know have those type of discussions or whatever, but I think that she was influenced a lot by her friends. Mm. Although one of her friends was married, she still her friend was still out and about.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> so, um, yeah that that was that was probably the biggest red flag aside from isn't the problem,
1: it. But- Yeah. Isn't it funny that when we know that somebody is married, we think that automatically means they figured out relationship. Man. Like, oh, they're married though. So I have to listen to them or they're perfect or they they have this, yeah, they have this lifestyle that I want so badly. So they're perfect. Like that is, yeah. And, um, I do want to ask, uh, I I do want to get into that topic, but first, the red flags and then let's get to so how did you find out she was cheating on you was it the the messages you said because she was on her myspace <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah so
0: so i just i found out through um her facebook messenger yeah um, found out through there and she still doesn't know that did all she don't know that but, yeah, uh, yeah I found you. out through it there.
1: Never show your cards. Never <laughs> yeah. show your cards. Exactly. <laughs> she doing the dirt. You don't need to show your cards. Mm-hmm.
0: Exactly. Um. So yeah, but yeah I, I found out through there. Um. Like I said, that was the first time uh, we were together. Then we broke up for, like, six or seven months or something. Yeah. Then we got back together. Then the second time. Uh, okay,
1: wait, 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 wait. We're not going to skip. We're not going to skip. So I'm when just... you found out. Did you break up with her immediately, or what was that like?
0: Nah, I still, I, it was one of those, man, I was young and dumb. Like,
1: Listen, no, no, no. See, <laughs> that is something that I push back against, because... There are thirty-eight year olds, forty-seven year olds, fifty-two year olds walking around here doing the same young and dumb stuff. Yeah, and they yeah. don't, you know, the Bible says when I was young, I you know, I acted as young and now I'm da 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 da. People don't follow that though. They right. don't they yeah, don't yeah. they don't they don't get they don't overcome because they never go on the journey. Um right. so so yeah, so yeah. So you was young and dumb, okay. So what happened? So yeah. you, you stayed in, because yeah. Or you in the, uh, in
0: the context of myself. I was young and dumb compared right. to now. So, um, yeah, I, I stayed for a little while, just kind of like out of disbelief, like I didn't want to believe it, you know, I was, me being ignorant, just you know, trying to see the the better side. I, yeah, so I stayed for a little while. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, I did you? Right bring, too,
1: but. I was gonna say, did you bring it up right away though? Like, hey,
0: nah, <gasps> Bradley,
1: no. you I know, man. Oh.
0: I know with I know. your
1: own two eyes you actually have proof.
0: <laughs> yeah. Wow. So I was yeah. I wasn't really like I wasn't really as vocal as I am now back yeah, then.
1: Yeah, yeah, me neither. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: yeah,
0: I just I just let yeah. it. Go.
1: Yeah. Because again, nobody's having these conversations with us, right? So who's sharpening right. our iron um in the space of speaking up for yourself in relationships? Who? Right so when you go when you see that and you're like but i just want to be with her though you're just yeah we we do that too like you know as women like but i want the story though i want to be with him i i want i want to get to this um ultimate goal in life which is married and kids and so i'm just gonna be quiet or Mm. or some women need the permission they don't know that they're allowed to speak up for themselves they don't know how um, there's a lot of fear in that fear of losing somebody, um, and so we just stay in these positions that are so unhealthy. That's crazy. So
2: toxic. Yeah,
1: so yeah. So toxic. So then six months go by and you get back with her. Why mm-hmm. did she come back? Does she even apologize? What happened?
0: <laughs> so she she did apologize because mm-hmm. um, but eventually
1: you brought it up, right? Eventually you yeah, brought it up. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, so we, we we had that whole discussion and you know, like I said earlier, it's just me her being my first and just me, you know, uh trying to only keep it at one person and, and be married to this individual and you know trying to work things out because I, I did see that as well through like uh, like outside relationships, through uncles and aunts and, and things hurt like their divorces and their relationships and stuff. So I did see you know sometimes you just got to try and work it out. Um, so that's what I was trying to do, and yes, <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, man,
0: yeah, it was, it was all bad.
1: All so bad. then. Right, so you take her back. Okay, let's stick there for a second, (laughs) because I know why you were trying to keep it to one number and you were trying to make it work. At least I think I do. So let me ask you this: Was it because you were a Christian and you felt like this is what I'm supposed to do?
0: It was. It was more so, um, like I was always raised to you know you don't have sex until you're married. Yeah, I was always raised that it was. It wasn't like forced upon me. Right, but that was one of those things. Like I said, I was young, I was smart, I paid attention. So it's just one of those things that I really yeah. stuck to. Um, yeah. Even I, I played basketball through middle school and high school. And if you talk, if you know anything about sports in in high school,
1: oh, you're popular. It's a lot of, a lot of horny boys. <laughs> it's right, and you're popular. And a lot of girls. Popular
0: it's, for I was a cheerleader,
1: sure. so I was very popular yeah, in junior yeah. high and high school. So I know what's going on. Yes, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. So yeah.
0: even even through all of that, I mean, I always got the jokes about being the virgin, but it didn't faze me because I always yeah. knew, like in my head, I'm like, okay, well, I mean, whatever. Y'all like it being, I'm I'm cool. Like I'm straight with it. Right. Uh, I mean, I'm still getting girls. I get more girls than y'all, so it don't even matter. <laughs> you know? but, I ain't yeah, even so gotta
2: I'm, give it up. <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah. Like, uh, getting the same thing y'all getting but okay cool right but you know i it, it's it's just one of those things that i really stuck to as a kid and um i i don't think that i think my parents did have something to do with it but it was more so just me understanding like okay well i i just want to do this for me like it's not even about being a christian person yeah. i
1: just want to
0: do this for me i don't yeah. want to be out here like everybody else you know what i mean
1: so then why do you think, and I didn't even think I was gonna ask this question, but since we're talking about it, why do you think you, on, you, right? Why did you think you gave it up for her then? What what what, I, what was it about her? I, I
0: don't know.
1: Yeah, I, that, I temptation, that temptation, that temptation.
0: It was, it was. I, she might've been a smooth talker too. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Listen, don't act like the devil ain't real and he's not gonna put dangle things in front of you. But Man. do
2: you,
1: do, looking back then, and now you're 30 mm-hmm. um are you practicing abstinence celibacy whatever people call it um and you don't have to um, answer if you don't want to i'm just asking no 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 I, I, no no yeah. no problem
0: so because i'm not in a relationship now mm-hmm. um i i kind of am um yeah. you know me and my girlfriend me and my last girlfriend we broke up in december of
2: 2019
0: so okay. i think i've only done it twice since then, but <laughs> Um, I mean, they were with her though, so it wasn't yeah. like you know, just out here going crazy. But um, I, for me, I, I won't say that I'm practicing it, yeah, per se. But I'm not just out here trying to, you know, you're
1: not out here in these streets. Okay, no, no. yeah, yeah, okay. I got um, better things in mind, my- <laughs> <laughs> right? Like you're in grad school, um, and you're so. I think that a lot of people think that a bachelor such as yourself is out here in these streets. Like, do you feel like people think that about you? Like, oh, this is a bachelor, so he's sleeping with 30 women in five minutes.
0: Listen, I I grew my beard in 2014, right? Ever since 2014, just by my beard alone, people have called me a hoe. (laughs) I can tell these people all day, every day. Like, listen, I don't have nobody to text, call, nothing, FaceTime, nothing. Oh, but you you dark-skinned, you got a beard.
2: Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Dang, that freaking uh um, I don't think that because I'm black. So I just know I mean, but the but the the connotation not that black people don't think that about you as well, but yeah, the connotation about a black dark skin man who looks good, beard is that he's right. out here on the streets. So again, yeah. this is why I love to have men like you on my platform because not enough of us see examples of you like examples of this, not to say you, you don't make mistakes or whatever. You're not perfect. Mm-hmm. Nobody is. Um, yeah. So about the trying to make it work and staying, did you feel like, again, do you feel like that came from, uh, well, I'm a Christian, so I have to forgive her. And so I need to stay. Or where do you think that came from just holding on? Cause you wanted the story. Where did that, that come from?
0: I think it was a little bit of the, the, the Christian thing. Um, yeah. Just, trying to, like I said, I had already done, I had already given it up. So just, I was like, Dang, I, I mean, I don't want to be out here just going crazy with anybody yeah. and everybody. So I was just, yeah, so it was really just me trying to hold on to that one person and, and make
2: it work.
1: Yeah, yeah. And thinking that's like forgiveness, right? Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. well, she, because she apologized, I must forgive her. So I'll stay because right. God would want me to. <laughs>
0: <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And I don't even think I truly actually forgave her. If, like, mm. Not a like, lot, like, really look back at it. I don't think I really truly forgave her. Um, it was just me being blinded by love and, um, and, and well, and,
1: and, 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 right. And we think the act of staying with somebody after they apologize is forgiveness.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Forgiveness is a heart thing and really yeah. is for you as the individual. Um, yeah. uh, forgiveness has nothing to do with staying with somebody. In fact, I love to say all the time forgiveness does not actually mean stay.
2: Yeah, for sure.
1: You can leave. <laughs> like you yeah. we're, we're allowed to make these decisions. Um, and it is a choice um, that I think a lot of people love to um, put on the altar of God. And listen, I'm a Christian. Everybody on my platform knows that, but I'm very critical of Christians because Mm. the Bible talks about that too. And I do want to get into cheating because you're a man who got cheated on.
2: Mm.
1: Have you ever cheated? And how do you feel about the narrative that all men cheat? After these messages, we'll be right back. (laughs) Am I allowed to sing that on this? (laughs) Now you know what era I grew up in. I'm a true millennial, an 80s baby, but a 90s kid. Shout out to my 83 babies and my cancers. Okay, so after this message, this conversation you were just listening to, we'll be right right back. Hey, and don't be trying to fast forward either. I get paid if you listen to the whole ad. Three minutes, girl. Three minutes. Can you plug your pillows, by the way? Can we just like do a little plug for your pillows? because They're like super cool. Yeah, I love them. So I kind of dreamed this up over Christmas break. Uh, I was talking to my cousin, um, and I don't want to put her business out there. Um, But she was going through some stuff, and I was just, I don't know, in conversation. Then it led to, dude, affirmations work. Affirmations are great. You should write some down. Mm -hmm. Um, And she was like, yeah, you know, I've really been saying to myself, a lot happiness over history because she had known this guy since high school blah 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 they're going through divorce yeah. anyway and she was like i really like the saying happiness over history and then i just had this like slap in the face moment of like pillows <laughs> um and so you know how in conversation then ideas come okay. up blah 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 and um so i was like oh, affirmation on pillows, home decor, <laughs> on your couch, on your bed. I'm your homegirl in your head. You, see, you know what I mean? Like oh my wrapping. Yeah, over like right, right. <laughs> um, and you know, my my whole platform is I believe that God has me in this season, um, to help women women understand that singleness is not a punishment, and that you are worthy regardless of your relationship status. Mm. Like you're worthy, period. Like the day you were born, boom. Um, you're just worthy and that single is an option as well right like it's an option and unfortunately this is sad and I'm a Christian but I'm about to throw Christians under the bus Um, (laughs) they make it seem like marriage is the only way that's the only way to happiness that's the goal in life that is you know and that stems from a lot of things um, you know, there was a time in this country, and we don't have to go this deep, but there was a time in this country that I couldn't even buy a house. Unfortunately, we have had to be with men um, yeah. to yeah. survive in this country. And obviously, you know, we're breaking away with that, the millennial generation and the generations under us. And so I feel like that's what I'm here to do is push that envelope and move it forward. No, this doesn't mean that I don't want to be married or I don't yeah. I like, like men or. Yeah, I have, I've, I have so many people who think, well, oh, well, Rika is just a man hater. And it's like, wow, you really don't listen to like anyone who says that is not listening to what you're saying because you are all about self-reflection, like getting to know yourself. And you have never like, even though you're Christian and you're celibate, you don't push any of those on anybody else. You reference it sometimes when you're when you're telling your story or your experience, but you encourage everyone to like figure out what they want for themselves and then to pursue that. Right. And also telling the whole truth, right? So on the pillows right now, I have four in the collection. Mm -hmm. Um, One of them says, singleness is not a punishment. The other one is happiness over history. Shout out to my cousin for that. The other one is happily single, um, and the other one is don't do all that healing just to date another broken man. Mm. Hashtag stay sharp. How does that fit so, on a throw pillow? Right, right. <laughs> uh, actually, the print you can read it. Like it actually, yeah, right, right, right. On it, the um, I got this from Forever 21. Shout out to Forever 21, who on the bottom of the bags they have First John uh, three and sixteen, because I believe that's the scripture that's like God sent His only Son. Da, da, da. Anyway, so I got that idea from them and I put 1 Corinthians chapter 7 verse 8 on it, which is Paul's verse to single women that it is okay to be single. <laughs> and that's the evolution on how I came up with single you the pillow collection. And I would love for my throw pillows to be in your home. I'm here for you. So you can purchase a pillow or all four at single dash com backslash pillows. And of course the link is in the show notes.
0: Uh, no, I've never cheated. Uh, never. Yeah. It, it's so weird. Cause people never believe me when I say that.
2: But Which is I-
1: sad because we've fallen into this, Trap that this is just the cost, it is the admission, it is just what you're gonna have to deal with. And when the pastor says, for better or for worse, this is what he means, and it's right, that's not not the worst, baby. It's not so go ahead. Um,
0: but yeah, I've never cheated. Uh, and like I, I, I told you earlier, I don't let certain things offend me, but yeah, that's one that I don't necessarily let offend me. but I always come back with because I know there are people out here that that are doing their best to not be out here just out in the streets like that so yeah um and me being one of those people it kind of it kind of bothers me a little bit so
1: yeah yeah so why do you feel like um she cheated on you and the other one is it, do you believe in that saying, you know, nice guys finish last? Cause from what I see and knowing you for the few months that I've known you, we met on clubhouse and when I'm on clubhouse in these rooms, I'm listening for good men. I'm like, let me, let me put my ear to the streets. And then I stalk them on Instagram and see what they talking about. Um, mm-hmm. but do you think it is because of that? So to me, I have deemed you a nice guy. I don't know if you call yourself that, but how do you feel about that statement? Um,
0: I, for a long time I did I, I put a lot of energy into that, that nice guy finish finished last. I I did um I won't say that I too much believe in it now. Um it kind of resonates in the back of my head. It's never gonna leave, but it's just I don't put too much power into it because I think people just people are just gonna be people at the end of the day. Like whether you're a good guy, whether you're a bad guy, it yeah. don't matter. Um at the end of the day like i like i said it's just I, I i'll get where i'm gonna go when i'm supposed to be there so it's not a matter of me finishing last etc like my race is still going so it's yeah. it's not even it's not even done yet so i can't i can't say that i'm finished but yeah. um I, I i yeah i, I just think yeah. that people don't really they they just don't really um they don't take into consideration how other people feel. They don't, they don't do a lot of stuff, but I just want to put that much pressure into that.
1: Yeah. And I, I try my best and I know that I'm not going to be able to do it in every moment in every two minute clip or 10 minute clip or an hour on the podcast, um, for people to hear me say, I, I try, I don't speak in absolutes. So anytime I Mm -hmm. say something, I'm not speaking in absolutes. And when you attach that label on nice guys, finish last, you are removing all of the, hmm, I don't like the word broken, but I'll just use it for now. Broken women who don't even recognize a nice guy, mm-hmm. <laughs> a quote unquote, nice guy, because we are chasing after what we were told to chase after mm-hmm. or what we saw. And so we're just repeating the generational curses or what have you, what our mom did, our dad did and what happened. Because nobody, most people don't come out of their mother. And then when they first start walking and talking, they go, okay, now I need to figure out who I am. Mm. Nobody sits down and does that. And we need to, like, I wish there was an emphasis and focus. And that's why I'm using my platform to do that. Focus on who you are first. And so then when people say those things like nice guy finish last or all men cheat or whatever, you can be like, okay, but not for me. That ain't, I rebuke that in the name of Like that ain't happening in my life, you know? Um, so, okay. So you guys break up and I know you said that that affected her having male friends affected, um, you and your next relationships. How did that affect you? And how did that come out?
0: Um, so it, it, it made me, be more uh, I don't know if territorial is the right word but it just made me like more uh aware have some
1: controlling tendencies. Some
0: controlling tendencies, yeah. Mm-hmm. And um it, I mean there's nothing to be proud of but this is I mean this is what happened. Like yeah. when you put your heart into something so much and people do it this is what happened. So uh, that control the control came out um, I guess I could call it territorial. That that was I was very territorial of the woman that I dated. Yeah. Um, just not trying to allow her to do certain things with with friends that she knew long before I even knew her. Yeah. yeah. Um, just yeah, it, it really put me on edge about all of that.
1: Mhm. Mhm. And she ended up was the did she cheat on you as well?
0: Um, I had one. After after the first one, I had one oh. girlfriend cheat on me after that. oh, okay. And there's another one that's kind of out in the air. I don't, I ain't really confirm it, but I've seen some things too with that, but.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's what sucks, right? Because hurt people hurt people. So mm-hmm. she left her, your first girlfriend left her residue on you and then you started mm-hmm. um, yes. showing up like that in your next relationship. And so I, like yes. my ex, again i wish him well love and light i don't know where he is today i hope he's working on himself but mm-hmm. i'm sh- i know for a fact like those are things that happened to him too and plus he didn't really have a good relationship with his mom which was should have been a red flag for me but it wasn't and, you know <laughs> um, i was also young and dumb right um right. so he would say that a lot like his baby mama cheated on him this and that and he would talk about these women as if he did no wrong, which is another red flag. And so I felt bad for him. And so for me, I was in the space of like, I'm gonna prove to him that I'm a good woman. I'm his best you know, girlfriend because I wanted to fix the hurt that um, that was left on him, right? So it's like, mm-hmm. it sucks because you're a good dude, I'm a good dude, let's just say you, he was you. And it's like you being that controlling person um, it, it breaks us up. Right. And then it's like, dang, like we could have made it work. If you just say things like, listen, it makes me really uncomfortable when you don't introduce me to your friends. I just trying to figure right. out like where I fit in because it's okay to, um, have those questions and it's 100% okay to ask. Right. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Sure. yeah. Sure. So after those relationships, when was the moment, did you have like a moment where you were like, you know what? this dating life is not working for me. I need to figure something out. Like when did you have that like awakening? Cause I do know that you said you went on your journey of discovering your worth and healing yourself and trying to figure out why you would have allowed all of this mess.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, in 2014 um, I, was, I had been dating the girl since uh, 2013. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were probably about five months in at the time. So in January of 2014, I got sick. Uh, I got diagnosed with uh, what's called ulcerative colitis. And uh, it's I like, like a, cousin.
2: Yeah. It's
0: a it's cousin to Crohn's. Uh, okay. Tennessee. okay. So, yeah. Um, yeah, that, that put me out for like half a year. Uh, and it just, I was in between going to the hospital, um, staying home. I couldn't work. Uh, I was using, you know, just throwing up like five to 10 times a day. Uh, sometimes I couldn't, I couldn't eat I, and I'll walk you through the entire thing. So one day yeah. I was at work, I woke up normal, woke up, woke up fine. Uh, I got to work. Uh, I was working at the restaurant at the time. So I got there, I was even working for like an hour, um, probably like an hour in. I was like, Hey man, I gotta go to the bathroom. Just, just wash this for me. Went to the bathroom. I used to the bathroom, threw up. Um, so that happened, came out. Of course, my mind was like, okay. Well, I hope I ain't getting sick. I hope I ain't got yeah. a bug. But came out, uh, started working again. About 15, 20 minutes later, went back and did the same thing again. Um, so now I'm, now the red flag is up. Like my, what the, hell is going on here? Yeah. I don't normally do this. Like what, what, what's happening? So I was like, okay, I'm gonna drink some water. I'll be fine. Go back to work. Chill. So went back to work. Man, 15, 20 minutes later, went back and did the same exact thing. So uh,
2: yeah. at
0: that point it was more so, hey, listen, Dad, I got to go to the ER. Like I, I, I don't know what's going on, but I'm using the bathroom and I'm throwing up at the same time. Like, I, yeah, I, it's it, it's bad out here. So uh, went to the to the ER. Uh, probably like two weeks later, uh, and it never stopped after that. Just like it never stopped. Mm-hmm. Every single day between January 17th and uh, March, I mean not March, but May. Uh, I think it was like. I think I went in at like May 15th or something yeah. like that. Um, that was the last time I've been in the hospital. And I was in the hospital for like eight days at that point. Um, so between January and May, uh, it was a consistent, I was using the bathroom uh, yeah. 15, 20 times a day. I was throwing up uh, five to 10 times a day. Um, you know, I lost, like, I lost like 30, I think it was like 35 pounds between January and the beginning of March. So, uh, I think I lost a total of like 48 pounds between oh January God. and May.
1: What did yeah. you look like? You had to be, a skeleton. I, I mean, I don't know. If you, yeah. I was gonna say you had to be a skeleton.
0: Yeah. So it, it, it got to the point to where, uh, my mom, the last time I went to the hospital, uh, my mom, we had went to, uh, I was going to see this gastroenterologist, uh, black guy, what he was doing wasn't really working. Yeah. Um, so we eventually got fed up and it's so weird because um i had the mindset of just skipping the appointment and just going straight to the er and yeah. trying to get another one but something something was just like just go to the appointment um you know just i had my faith in the in in the black guy
2: yeah so
0: um got to the appointment and one of his nurses came in and she was just like she she didn't make it any better she was like yeah um you know, I, it's so it's so weird, but it's so funny. Well, that's not not funny, but so I wish that people really understand because I just had a. I think she's her aunt, her grandmother just passed uh, from like prostate cancer, and they 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 always found out at the same at the latest time. I'm like, what is that to say to me? Right, right. <laughs> like I'm sitting here crying, my mama crying.
2: No, right, I wasn't crying that about I'm, I'm, right. I'm sitting right. here
0: emotional. My mom's crying. And you come in here talking about your 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 grandmother or your aunt found out she had prostate cancer late and then she passed. I'm like, no, that's that's not that's not the thing to say to me right now. So yeah. Uh, after that, I broke down crying, and I'm not a crier, so yeah. I don't I don't cry. I can probably count on my hand how many times I've cried in the last five years. Right. But I cried at that point, and I was just like, Mom, we got to go. Like, we got to go to the ER. And uh, when we got there. She just like broke down when I got into the uh, onto the bed in the back, and she was just like, "Man, like we talked about it lo- like long after." And she was like, "I I thought you were about to die. Like you you looked like you were about to die. It, it had got really bad."
1: So that's when you got your diagnosis, or
0: I got my diagnosis back in uh, February um, of
1: so 2020.
0: I- yeah, so I had the colonoscopy, endoscopy. Yeah. And that's when they found out. um, And that's like I said, the guy had been trying to do a lot of stuff. There was some medicine that you could you can take. um, But none of it was really working like it would work for a couple of days and i would be right back doing the same thing. Mm -hmm.
1: Uh, So 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 this is correlating with your journey of like self discovery and discovering your Mm -hmm. worth and stuff. Did, are, but I want to. <laughs> I just want to make sure you're good. Like, is this manageable for you now? Is it gone? <laughs> is it curable? Is it?
0: No. So it's it's something that I'm gonna deal with for the rest of my life.
1: Okay. Um,
0: but I've been managing it since since 2014. Uh, yeah. I, I I have to get steroid treatments every couple months. Yeah. Uh, to kind of keep it under control. But yeah, it's it's, it's been. I mean, it's 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 fine. I got there are certain things I don't eat. Uh, certain things that I don't drink. Yeah, uh, I just do it. Well, like the certain things that I'm not supposed to eat or drink. I just do it in moderation. So let me tell you a funny story. So when I first uh, got diagnosed, right, one of the first questions I asked my doctor, and keep in mind, I'm, I'm 20, 23 at the time. So yeah. one of the first things I asked my doctor, once my parents got left, left out the room, I said, hey, listen, can I drink? Like <laughs> Because I, I, I need to know. Because
1: I'm trying to turn up on the turnout, at least for my birthday. I just need to
0: know. you know, what I'm saying like I, I I just need to know. Like, can I drink some wine after this? Like, can I? Will I be <laughs> good with this? <laughs> so, but yeah, it, 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 it's it's certain things I don't drink, certain things I don't eat, just out of you know respect for my stomach. And so,
1: what was the answer? Yes or
0: no? So it some people can, some people can't. <laughs> Some people can, some people can't. It just depends yeah. on, the, on, the, on the person. Luckily, I'm someone who can. So we
1: good. I'm going to need to consult your doctor because I feel like, look, Adriana said, no, sir, no turning up. Exactly. If this is
2: <laughs> <laughs> No, nah,
0: man, we, we good. We yeah. good.
1: So is it a autoimmune disease yeah. or stuff? OK, I'm like, is it that? that? OK. Yeah. It, yeah. it
0: affects my immune system. Um, like bad, so there. Yeah. Whenever like this whole COVID situation happened last year, as soon as I it found out dungeon, that, I was like, yeah. yeah. hey, "Listen, uh, HR, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I don't feel comfortable.
1: <laughs> I this is between life or death, for real, for real. You, know, you was yeah. in a dungeon. Wow, yeah. So you had to like chill yeah. out for a while. Yeah.
0: My doctor, my doctor is the one that that nursed me back to health. The last yeah. guy that I got, man, it was either he healed me. Or he 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 find out what works for me or I'm getting my colon taken out, my whole intestine. Like it, I'm walking around with one of those bags. So Bradley. It, shout out to my doctor, man. I love that guy.
1: <laughs> so are you on like a whole look, now I'm all about your in your medical business. Are you <laughs> are you on like a holistic path? Like what are you eating? Like are you trying like have you learned a lot about food now or no?
0: I have. Um I still I'm not gonna say I'm a I'm a bad eater, yeah. but I'm not the healthiest eater either. Yeah, uh, I still consume what I want, but uh, I, I try to be more on the healthy side now.
2: Yeah, um,
0: and try not to. I, I do see like when I do eat certain things for an extended period of time, like fried chicken or fried foods. Period.
2: Yeah.
0: If I have that for like two or three days straight, oh, I'm in the bathroom. <laughs> no questions about it.
1: Yeah. I'm in the bathroom, so. Yeah. Um, and I mean, you look healthy, so that's good, but sometimes I know people who look healthy cannot be. So I'm just, I just hope for you and your own personal life, <laughs> um, you, you have, you're getting this down to a science. So obviously getting sick shifted something in you as far as dating and how you were dating. So what happened in that moment where you were like,
2: or did you have
1: that moment where you were like, yo, I got to get this together because the way that I'm dating sucks. This can't be life.
0: Yeah, so it it really came down to, like I said, the girl I was dating at the time, um, while I was going through that, she was very, um, she wasn't really understanding of what was going on. It was a point where, you know, she wanted me to do certain things and and go certain places, but I couldn't. Like, I I really couldn't. It wasn't that I was exaggerating. I I, I literally could not get out of my bed. Yeah. at some point so
2: yeah
0: um it, it was just you know she never came to see me um uh, she came to see me like maybe a couple times throughout the whole uh four or five months that was going on
2: yeah
0: uh, and we lived 30 minutes away from each other so we saw each other like four or five times out of the week but yeah. Uh, yeah so at that point i was really just like you know what Nah, this got this got this got to change. And even yeah. then, I still held on for like another year after that, just to see if it was going, you know, get any better after I got right. better. Right. Not really, not really. So after that, it was really just a moment of like, okay, you need to just chill out for a while and just like reflect on yourself and get back to yourself because whatever you got going on right now and whatever you're bringing into your life at this point, it's Clearly is not working. Right. So I think that was around like 24, 25 when all of that happened, and uh, I, I stayed single for probably like a, probably like two years yeah. um, after that relationship, and just you know sat there and reflected on who I was and. And, and what does that look way? like
1: for a guy? Like, because a lot of girls go through this when we finally come to our wits end. We're like. F guys forever. I'm gonna work <laughs> on myself. Um, and so we, you know, we we dive into ourselves. For a mm-hmm. guy, what does that look like? So for those two years, you were doing what to figure out who Brad was?
0: So I'll be honest. The first year, um, it was more so I had the mindset of like, you know what, man, these women out here keep hurting my feelings. They keep breaking my heart. Like, uh,
2: you know, forget all that. I'm not the best
0: go out here and go crazy. And yeah. I did for a little bit. It wasn't like, I wouldn't be in a no crazy outlandish, always hot boy summer type. But it was, you know, <laughs> I, had, I had a little fun. I had right. a little fun. So right. um, that was probably like the first half of the year. Um, mm-hmm. But after that, it was really just like, okay, bro, you gotta stop, He's Like this, this ain't you. So uh, it was after that, it was really just me being to myself, um, you know, getting into I was pretty much playing gospel music like every day, every morning, just listening to my music. Um, not really allowing people to have access to me that didn't need the access.
2: Yeah. Uh, so
0: you know, my That's family the they right had there. access. Yeah, yeah. My friends That's they had the access, but if you weren't, it was really just a matter of like understanding who was bringing something to my life and yeah. who was taken from my life at that point. Yeah. So. Um, I just <laughs> she's funny um I just was um I just was sitting back reflecting on that, trying to trying to differentiate between who was who and um you know not give too much attention or or too much energy to something that wasn't beneficial to me um I was uh out at the lake sometimes, just chilling out there talking to God, just i yeah. mean nine, ten o'clock at night 11 o'clock at night i just man you know what let me go let me go ahead and just sit at the pond and, and just yeah
1: yeah yeah so do you feel like because my my moment so i did all of that too um mm-hmm. and with the whole the god thing and because i know your story and you said earlier you grew up christian too mm-hmm. so did you decide because i don't know but did you decide at this moment that you were actually going to start studying the word for you and building your own relationship with God. Um and did you feel like you didn't have that before?
0: Um I it, it to be honest I I didn't even um say that I'm going to start studying the word. Mm-hmm. I just cuz I don't even consider myself I don't so I'm more spiritual than I am like religious, right?
2: Okay. Yeah.
0: And I, I focus more so on just me having a relationship with God versus me trying to sit down and go to church and, and do XYZ to yeah. be just because of this is how I brought like I, I that's all good and fine. I still go to church when I can, but
2: right.
0: I'm more so focused on just my relationship with him in a spiritual sense. So yeah. Uh, at that that's why I was like every day having my gospel music playing. Um yeah. I would sit down and just, you know, have conversations with him, pray and um, do what I can in that sense, but I never really, you know, got into reading the word like that, but, um,
1: yeah. Yeah. Is your dad disappointed? <laughs> Does no. your dad know? Cause is your dad a, a pastor? <laughs> he
0: is, he is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't, I don't think him or my mom, I don't think neither one of them is disappointed per se. Cause I don't, I don't think they really, we, we've never sat down and had that conversation. Right. Um, yeah. But we did, uh, it was so weird because we had a, I was watching uh, the uh, what's that documentary? Um,
1: what is it on? I can help. It
0: had, it's like okay. the ancient ancient African history, going back all into that um, God, I can't think of the name of it right the, now. Uh, but
1: the the Color of Compromise?
0: No, 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 no. It was uh, Dog. I can't think. I'm going to try and research it real quick.
1: Okay. Well, I was going to say, wh- when you, uh, what, what was, what did you learn from it? Cause you brought it up for a reason, right? cause you learned from something from it. So what did you learn?
0: It was basically just challenging everything that I had learned, yeah. you know, growing up in the church and just, um, and learn like even outside of the church growing up, like yeah. it went into, um, the, um, like the history of Africa, the history of like St. Nicholas and, mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. The, the Moors, and um, how really just everybody it, descended from Africa, and how they, they uh, transitioned to all these different countries. and
1: Wait, I mean, t- So this definitely isn't the color of change then. But I was going to say, did it also teach you that Africans, our ancestors, actually knew about Christianity before um, they came and stole us from our country?
0: it did mention that. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm, yeah. See, cause a lot of people get that twisted. They think they always say Christianity is the white man religion, but in fact, Christianity was already in Africa before we were stolen from our own land, but then it was mm-hmm. watered down. And that's what the color of change is about how, or is it called the color? No, the color of compromise. Woo Jesus. The color mm-hmm. of compromise. It's on Amazon prime. That'll piss you off. I can only watch, I can only watch one episode at a time because the She's way that telling. they diluted and what's it called?
0: Hidden Colors,
1: and it's on what app?
0: Ooh, I don't think it's on no apps. I I found this. I had to download the the uh, series.
1: Oh, I want to watch it. Yeah, it's <laughs>
0: it's uh Omar Johnson was on there. Tulis yeah. Machine was on there. It's it's a bunch of different philosophers on there, but yeah, yeah. It, it, was, it, was, it was like a four part. Um, documentary yeah,
1: man, and nature. I encourage every creature's kid pre um church kid cuz I'm a church kid a pew kid whatever to do their <laughs> own research sometimes I, mean, I sometimes i think my mom thinks i'm a heathen or something cuz she'll send me stuff like yeah you should read this or something i'm like mom i clearly have a relationship with god and i clearly read my bible and i clearly read books um and stuff and it's cuz cuz again we didn't have that conversation either it's just i don't mm-hmm. want to do it the way that i feel that i was taught whether the intention right. was there or not um, I am just like, mm, because what Christianity, I feel like. <laughs> so the video I posted earlier, so let's get into, because we're about to end here, because I only told you an hour, and dang it, we, of course, on every episode, I want you to know that I go over. So I apologize, because I know it's, what time it's is it? A, however
0: time. long you want to go, I'm good.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> um, so okay, where do I want to go with this? So, so you're doing your journey, you figured yourself out, so... Mm. Before we get into the what's happening on the internet cheating scandal, let's get into, so again, I've deemed you as a good guy. I'm sure you think Mm -hmm. you're a good guy. So Mm. explain to us women, how we can recognize a good guy. If it's like, how do you date differently? Are you dating? First of all, are you dating? (laughs) That would be a no, okay
0: it's not even that i'm not dating yeah. it's just i'm not like actively searching for it yeah yeah like i don't one i don't really put um i don't put pressure on anything
2: Yeah. so yeah. i just yeah. i
0: just allow yeah. it to flow how it flows if i meet yeah. you and the conversation is good the vibe is good um and i you know we we just communicate often et cetera, and it just continues to grow from there I'm perfectly fine with that. I'm good with that yeah. like, I'm not just out there trying to meet five ten girls every time I go out just to try and you know like no, it's not it's not even that but
1: i listen, I think that's beautiful. I'm over two and a half years celibate, and I cannot see me dating right now, like what for what? Right. <laughs> I just be looking at dudes like, what do you want to, don't talk to me. <laughs> like, right, um, right. Uh, And it's not from a place of hurt. I'm definitely not hurt. I just know moving forward from now on, like before I get to even wanting to meet guys,
2: mm-hmm.
1: I know that what I'm doing with this platform and my business and Single You Academy, and I know that I want to move and everything, I am going to be set up well and Mm -hmm. i'm like you i'ma just let god handle like it so if god wants me to be married he will present and i and then we can take it from there um but from here on out rika janelle robinson i ain't looking for nobody like (laughs) like even adriana said literally exactly for what um yeah uh because these streets is not popping and so (laughs) right 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 so i hear you on that um so you're just kind of keeping to yourself right now then huh Um
0: yeah in a sense because yeah. I I know that for a fact I date with a purpose right so yeah. I know that now that Say that I'm again hold that
1: on say, so, pause yeah. because <laughs> you do not I do not hear a lot of men say that Say uh, it again
0: I date I date with a purpose
1: and, and what does that
0: look like? What is that go that ahead? Is, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> I I date with the expectation that we're gonna be married eventually, and we're gonna have kids. That's that's my that's my purpose. So if you're not trying to do either one of those, we don't really have much to talk about. Like
2: yeah,
0: we we can be cool. We can be friends, but uh, we we we're not gonna take it to that point. So yeah. I know since I know that I don't really. Nah, because a lot of people are. I don't know what it is nowadays, but these people are just tripping, and they don't want to. I don't know. They just want to experience everything and everybody, and I'm just like,
1: I ain't with (laughs) all that. Test drive the cars and all
0: of that. They trying to drive the boat and all that.
2: Like,
1: I love it that. I love it that you are a man who is like, forget all this sleeping around for what? For what?
2: Um,
1: yeah, yeah. Um, so then for you, how do you feel like, or I mean, it, I'm, maybe you have thought about it, maybe you haven't,
2: mm-hmm. but
1: as a man, how will you know she's a good woman for you, or she's the one, or like what are you looking for? Because you know, girls, we have our list, right? We like this, mm-hmm. he this, he this, he and listen, mine are not anymore. When I was younger, it used to be six, 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 you know, six feet tall, six feet. Da, da. Now ah. it's really about character, right? Like I'm definitely grown up and I'm proud of myself. But for you yeah. as a man um, in this space right now, do you feel like you kind of have a list? Maybe it's not written down. It could be up here, but. Mm-hmm. What does that look um,
0: like? I think I think um, I don't know if it's a list per se, because I don't necessarily stick by these certain things that I look for in someone. But it's, for me, it's more so like a feel. Um, if you make me feel like you are genuinely interested in me or you genu- genuinely care for me, then that, you know, that tops a lot of things. Um, I used so- to have my preferences. Okay. And I used to look for certain things, but the older I got, it was it was kind of like you. Like I I just I mean those certain you're not gonna get it more times than not. So you just gotta be open minded and let certain things just flow. And, and you know you probably missed your blessing trying to look for these certain things. You don't even know that, but. You're these superficial
1: things, yes, right. right. These superficial yeah. things. Like I said, my, mine is definitely more on character. Your fruit, as the, God says, you will know my people by its fruit. So I need to see mm-hmm. what your life, That basically that's, what does your life look like in the areas mm-hmm. of X, Y, and Z? How are you with your mother? How are you with the help? How, right. Are you quick to anger? Are you, like, these are the things I look for now because i need. first of all, and I, <laughs> Number one on my list is must be slow to anger because my abusive ex, my God. I mean, a leaf would fall off the tree and he, oh my God, like it would <laughs> be the end of the world. Like, why didn't I see that? I don't know. Um, but so with you, you said it's a feeling. Mm-hmm. Let me ask you, with the girl before, were the girls, mm-hmm. do you feel like you had that feeling though? So then how are you going to know the difference?
0: I don't think I had a feeling. Um, okay. Okay. I, I, at the same time, I wasn't mature enough to really understand if I had that feeling or not at okay. that point.
2: Okay.
0: Um, but now that I'm mature enough and I've thought about it and look back on it, yeah, I, did, I didn't have that feeling
1: at all. OK. OK. And what you are talking about, because, you know, that a lot of people do say and I've heard a lot of men say this who are married to the one they said it about, they knew the moment they saw her. And then they just kind of like maneuvered through and was like, God, is this you or not? And let me check it out. So they didn't Mm -hmm. have to do this seven year engagement dating life, which is weird Mm -hmm. to me. But so your feeling that you're talking about, is it that or is it because you know we got butterflies when we attracted to somebody? Like, so we just yeah, she the one. I I tell women your vajayjay, your vagina doesn't know if he's the one or not. Leave that Mm -hmm. alone shut her yeah. down, tell her to shut up and figure out and data collect, figure out. Mm-hmm. That's what it is to me, data collection. So for <laughs> you, is it the butterfly feeling or what feeling? I don't know. I I don't know if you know how to describe it. And if you don't, that's okay. But I just want to see if we can go a little bit deeper.
0: Are you just talking about in general and what I look yeah, for? You, or?
1: Well, cause you said that, um, you know, you're looking for this feeling and that's how you will mm-hmm. know she's a good woman for you.
0: It's, it's, it's really, it's, Man, it's hard to explain, but mm-hmm. it's one of those things like, you know, if you see it and it makes you feel a uh-huh. certain way, you know, like yeah. it's yeah. It's 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 like falling in love. Right. Let's say let's say you date this person. I don't put time limits on anything. I don't put time restraints on anything. You can fall in love in two weeks. You can fall in love in, in a year, three. years, It don't matter. However long it takes you. That's how long it takes you. Yeah. So. For me, it's it's like a, a feeling that I get when I fall in love. Like I understand that at some point I'm doing X, Y, and Z and I'm like, bro, what are you what are you doing? Like yeah. <laughs> why are you feeling like this? And mm-hmm. at that point, that's when my antennas started popping up and I'm like, okay, well let me start let me let me really think about this thing and see if, you know, I'm I'm really feeling what I'm feeling. And yeah. Same thing with um when it comes to you know getting to know a person and actually feeling like they're they're genuinely there for me it's just it's just one of those things that I get that um I I know it when I feel it okay you know what I mean cuz you
1: you've, you've never felt it before so I guess it'll feel different
0: right well Yeah. with my last girlfriend I did okay. I did but I feel like she was genuinely there for me she was like the only one who didn't cheat on me yeah. um but
1: so, what happened? That's yeah, a whole other story. Oh, you don't have to tell. <laughs> but I'm like, well, that no, like, no, I, I mean, I don't, like, don't
0: mind telling, but it's just, you know, I want to, you know, it's your time. So I don't want to yeah. go over it more yeah. than you want to go. So, yeah.
1: Well, no, I am curious. If you said that you had this feeling with her, why didn't it work out? What? what um, are, yeah.
0: So it was more so like a spiritual thing. Um, mm-hmm. We, well, she understood that there were things that were being told to her and shown to her that basically just said that I wasn't her husband, oh, okay. um, so well, we just cool. mutually okay. agreed to go our separate ways. We're we're still cool. We're still
1: right. fine, but... You know what? And I like that because people think there's this narrative also out there. If you're a good person and I'm a good person, we just have to make it work. Mm-hmm. When just just because I'm attracted to you or whatever. I don't have to be with you. And that doesn't make you a bad person or me a bad person. Mm-hmm. She obviously yeah. just made the decision for herself. Look, <laughs> Adriana, I'm nosy. This is called an interview. Yes. Okay. Um, so no, but, but, and see, and this is why I love asking questions because I, I there's beauty in that for right. her to feel like he's not I have told, I've told one in this new Rika. <laughs> this happened at the beginning of this year, or maybe it was the end of 2020. Anyway, I, t- I straight up told him after like a month, I said, Oh, you're not my husband. I'm done. Mm-hmm. Like I knew, like I know that I know that I know that I know now because I'm so in tune with myself and with God. And like me and him, we got a pat. Like I already told him, like, you going to tell me he's him if you do this. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. So um, I think that's beautiful that you are. Mature enough to go, okay. Yeah. I don't take offense to that. I mean, not to say that it doesn't hurt your feelings. I'm like, dang, I could have been, you know, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. but to be mature enough to walk away without staining her name because right. every relationship doesn't have to be dramatic. Like, it doesn't have to be these, this drama field stuff. Is there anything that we left out? And could you give any tips for women on how to spot a good man?
0: Like you. Um. Well, first you got to give them a chance. That's just that's first and foremost. Yeah. Um, what I've come to find out recently is just that there's such a stigma when it comes to to guys that women just automatically assume that oh well you just a, you just another brother you out here cheating on the next one just like you you X Y Z you
2: yeah you got out
0: here in the streets too I'm like. No, no, we're we're just out here chilling. We're just out here So
2: I'm sorry, go ahead. Yeah,
1: I will say this. When you say give him a chance just for my girls, that does not mean you give it up. That's not giving somebody a chance. This is how we get hurt. Because in what is supposed to be the data collecting process of getting to know somebody and building a friendship, we get into this fantasy world. And then we give it up because we also think that that is the price of dating. Well, I just have to have sex with him. But you Mm -hmm. got men out here like Bradley who will be like, you know what? I'll wait.
0: Come on, man. You got to give him a chance.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So you are allowed to say as a woman, especially to a good man, I just want to, let's just see where this goes. Mm
2: -hmm. I just
1: want to get to know you as a friend. Sex is off the table.
0: Yeah. And I'm I'm glad you mentioned that because that's one thing that I don't really... I recommend is bringing sex into the relationship too early. Um, I've I've done that. It's it's complicated a lot of stuff, and I just feel like it probably would work better um, without that being in there. So definitely don't do that. I'm not gonna put a time restraint on it. I'm not
2: gonna say you know
0: have to do your 90 day rule or whatever. I'm not gonna say that. I'm just say that don't go into it just thinking right off the bat, oh, I'm gonna give him some, see what happens.
1: Or I have to, so he'll like me. Yeah, Like yeah, a man. lot of women do that too. Like we've, and listen, guilty. We <laughs> we just think, well, this is the cost of dating. So I must do.
2: Right, right. So we do. Yeah.
1: And then we yeah. get hurt. So um, I hope you as a woman, <laughs> if you're listening to this on the replay, if you're listening to this on Single You, the podcast, I, heard, I hope that you heard him. Take it off the table and whatever time frame that is for you, that is right. for you. So that's what I teach my clients. Like I have four four pillars. Well, I, I, I help you discover your worth so that you stop tying your worth and identity to men. And mm-hmm. with that, coming out of Single You Academy, you will know who you are, know what you want, have the audacity to believe that you can get it and the patience mm-hmm. to wait for it. So if you never do this self-discovery, <clears throat> this introspection, you're not even gonna know, well, I want to wait two months or I want to wait a year or I want to wait till I get married. You're not going to know you're going to allow him to set the rules and the boundaries for your relationship because you're trying to man, please again, morph, tip tap dance and shape shift into the rules that he sets for you. And, and men as well, men and women, like, I don't want you settling for the rules that women set for you as you have in the past. All right, Brad, did we miss anything? No,
0: I don't. Say? I don't think so. I just, yeah. you know, everybody listen to what Miss Rika is talking about. She giving of good advice to y'all, <laughs> Miss Rika. You know.
1: That makes me sound
0: like I'm a teacher. I, <laughs> so. I, I will. I will say this though. I will say this. Just, uh-huh. um, I love it when women have uh, standards and when they have morals and they stand firm on them. Um, so if you're that that woman that you know you feel yourself. Kind of giving in sometimes to uh, what you really want and what you what you stand on. Don't do that. Like don't allow yourself to to belittle who you are and what you want just because that person may think that you ain't deserving of it. No, you you are deserving of it. Just find a better person. That's so. I that I just want to throw that tidbit out there. So
1: find a better person
0: yeah it's it's so many better guys. <laughs> right?
1: I'm like, and that we're just gonna end on that. That was beautiful. <laughs> Consider me your homegirl in your head. Again, it's Rika. And if you need to reach out to me, listen, don't hesitate. It's not going to be weird on Twitter and on Instagram. I am just me, Rika. That's R-E-K-A. And I'm going to put my Twitter, Instagram, and email in the show notes, okay? You can also join me over in my private Facebook group titled Singleness is Not a Punishment. I mean, come on, who am I? (laughs) You know my tagline? That's my private Facebook group. The link will also be in the show notes. Now, If I said something that resonated with you and really helped you, please share this podcast with a friend because sharing is caring and you shouldn't be sitting on all this good information. So share it with your homegirl, okay, or your (laughs) homeboy. Please do that. Also, don't forget to subscribe and then you'll be the first to know when new episodes drop. And if you have time, can you do me a favor? It'll help me out as a small business owner and a podcaster. Will you leave a rating on this episode? episode. All you gotta do is say that you liked it, or you can even type out what you took away from this episode. It really helps me and keeps me going, providing free content for you. So, thank you so much for doing that. Production, my intro, was made by one of the greats in production land. His name is James Tyler. Thank you for my intro. And he used Beyonce's Single Ladies, Sorry Not Sorry, by Demi Lovato. He used Dua Lipa, her song, New Rules, and also Truth Hurts by Lizzo. All right, that's all I got for you this episode. We will talk again on the next one.